You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back to Televised Heroics. Daniel, this week we don't have a lot of articles to talk about, but we have a lot of content to talk about. That is true. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, it's summertime, so, you know, those CW shows aren't on right now, but there's plenty else to watch if you're out there watching. So we're going to talk about a couple articles, things, because guess what just happened this past weekend? D23 happened, and they announced all kinds of new fucking shit for uh, Disney+, Plus, especially Marvel-related stuff. So let's get right into that. First all thing, right. First thing I wanted to talk about was that our uh, Agent May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., well, we know that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going away, but Ming-Na Wen is still going to be working, especially for the mouse, because she's, be, she's been cast on The Mandalorian. Hopefully still doing her own stunts. Yeah, you know, I mean, she doesn't need to do all of her own stunts. Obviously, she she messed up her leg in season five pretty bad. So, uh, you know, we, we don't want her to get hurt. But, yeah, she's a badass enough that she does do her own stunts. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, she's doing a lot of cool uh, martial art and, you know, hand-to-hand combat stuff. Yes, exactly. So, hopefully, hopefully uh, you know, she's in the Mandalorian for a good amount. And we see we get to enjoy her more. Hope so too. Uh, also, we have let's see the show Winter Soldier and no, I'm sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Emily Van Camp is going to be coming back as Sharon Carter for that show, and they introduced a new character. Well, not a new character, a new Marvel character. U.S. Agent is going to be played by Wyatt Russell. Um, Funny thing is, his father's already in the MCU. His father is Kurt Russell, who played Ego the Living Planet. So, there you go. Um, I I'm excited. U.S. Agent is one of my like favorite low key characters from the Marvel universe. Uh, John Walker is essentially the. I think he's considered like the 1970s 
Captain America. So like when Captain America was supposed to be in the ice, they tried to recreate the the um, Super Soldier Serum and they gave it to John Walker and uh, you know it doesn't quite work out the same. It never usually does. I think he originally started out as a bad guy, but he became a good guy. So. Um, he's gone through a lot of different iterations too, but I, I always thought John Walker, U.S. agent, was a pretty cool character. So uh, I'm excited to see what Wyatt Russell does with that character. I remember you said you you liked him in uh, his Black Mirror episode, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy that he's gonna be in this, but you know he's obviously done some sci-fi nerdy stuff, so you know that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's gonna be a good time and. What do you think of Sharon Carter coming back? Agent 99? Is that what she is? I don't know. It doesn't matter, but she's, you know, she's Peggy Carter or Peggy Carter's niece. Yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. Um, didn't think that they were going to bring her back. Um, I, think the awesome last thing, I think the last thing we saw her in was Winter Soldier, right? I think so. Right? That's the one where uh, Peggy Carter, you know, dies. No, Peggy Carter dies in Civil War. Then Civil War. No, wait. Fuck, which one does she die in? She dies in Civil War. Yeah, so yes. So Sharon Carter, last time we saw her was in Civil War. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't expecting her to come back. Um, and it's going to be weird too because, I mean, we're not going to have Cap around. Yeah, we definitely got it. So I, I wonder if there's, I mean, there has to be some kind of conversation about that. Um, there has to be some kind of, I mean, they never say, or he never tells uh S- Sam who it is that he married we see it in the flashback that he's dancing with Peggy so does Sam still have the conversation or Bucky have a conversation with Sharon being like hey you kissed your uncle <laughs> <laughs> probably won't bring it up because you know that's just an awkward conversation to have yeah just a little bit so Kat Dennings who played uh, Jane Foster's assistant in the first two Thor movies. I forget what her name was in the movie. Her and Randall Park, who played the FBI agent in Ant-Man and the Wasp, are going to be coming back to the MCU, but in the WandaVision show. Um, they are also introducing Catherine Hahn's character as a character for that show. Uh, only thing that we know about her is that she's like a nosy neighbor at this point. So... It sounds like going with that whole 1950s vibe of uh, TV show, you know, aesthetic for WandaVision. She's going to be the kooky next door neighbor that that is always looking into what's going on inside Wanda and Vision's house. Oh, okay. I just think it's so weird that, uh, you know, Kat Dennings and uh, Randall Park are coming back for this, too. Yeah, especially this particular product, right? Like. Neither one of them had any real connection to Wanda or Vision. Um, I, I mean, I guess Randall Park being an FBI agent, he could somehow be involved, but I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, I, I would met you know Randall Park. I always think about Ant Man. You know, he's associated with that. But yeah, again, just really weird and misplaced. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Kat Dennings' character, she was in. She was the assistant to Jane Foster, so I guess maybe she might have gotten her uh, her physicist degree. Um, so maybe that has something to do with WandaVision, the science behind it, and that's what she's going to be doing there. We do know that that show is supposed to go right into uh, 
Doctor Strange and the Mouth of the Multiverse, Madness of the Multiverse. That's what it's called. So okay. So we'll see how that all plays together. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Uh, those are yeah, those are all those characters that are gonna be adding to the shows. So we got new we got new actors and um, new characters adding into new shows. We also got an announcement of new shows on Disney Plus: um, a She-Hulk show, a Ms. Marvel show, and a Moon Knight show. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, where we thought, where I, I put it out there that the She-Hulk show was going to be that new ABC show. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, where it's interesting that it's going to be on this instead of being on um, ABC. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, because uh, then you bring it up last week that um, you said ABC is going to be looking for a new superhero show to put on there. Yeah, they're looking for, uh, according to the head of programming, they're looking for a female-led Marvel Cinematic t- Universe TV show. And uh, the the line that the, the head of programming said, she said, uh, mostly new. So that, that kind of made you think She-Hulk, but... She Hulk's going to be on Disney Plus, which is it seems interesting because th- we know that the WandaVision show, the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier show, and Loki show are all going to be six episodes long. So, does that mean these new Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She Hulk shows are only going to be six episodes? To- yeah, they're only going to be six episodes long, or are they going to have full seasons? Because I don't think those other shows are going to have full seasons. I think they're just going to be part of. Um, uh, a TV show that goes into the movies later. Okay. Yeah. So maybe less than like six episodes, you think? No, I think those shows will have six episodes, but they're not going to have any more seasons. It's just going to be the one season. Oh, okay. So they're just going to be tie-ins then. Right. So exactly. Oh, okay. but, but I would assume that the Moon Knight, Mar- Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk shows are actually going to be uh, multiple seasons. Yeah. I have a feeling Moon Knight will be multiple seasons. So I have to ask you this: Do you have any uh, desires for casting in either Kamala Khan, Mark Spector, or Jennifer Walters? Um, I'm just going to go with what everybody's been saying on the internet, um, you know, and I completely agree. Uh, Keanu Reeves as you know Mark Knight, uh, Moon Knight, Mark Spector, Moon Knight. Yeah, Mark Spector. Sorry, I don't know, dude. I, it seems like. I love Keanu, don't get me wrong, and I feel, I feel like they could put him in a much better place, and I don't think he'll be doing TV shows, but he's a little old to be playing Mark Spector. Yeah, but most of the time, he's just under the hood anyway. That, that's true, too. You're right. Um, so, yeah, sure, if they want to do Keanu Reeves, I'll be there for it. I just think that they're going to go a little bit younger. <laughs> what about Kamala Khan? I actually don't know anybody yeah i I can't think of anybody i don't know any young female muslim actors that that could pull that off uh i mean i'm sure they're out there and i'm i can't wait to see what that show is about i I mean i'm not gonna say that i'm really looking forward to that come on uh ms marvel has never been a character that i followed so I, i don't know but i'll watch it don't get me wrong uh how about jennifer walter's she hulk any any prospects there for you that's a good question i have to think about this one so one idea that i kind of liked is uh jessica biel i think that would be kind of interesting 
Is it? I'm not trying to be a dick. Isn't she on the little bit of the older side? I mean, I she's definitely younger than uh, Mark Ruffalo. I would say she's probably in her late 30s. Uh, I don't know exactly how old she is, but I think that would make sense for a uh, a New York attorney that's you know really good at her job. That's true. Uh, uh, let's see. How about maybe Eliza Dushku? Yeah, she's 37. Uh, Eliza Dushku, huh? Yeah. She's she's probably like around that same age though. Uh yeah, I would say she's yeah, she's 38. So <laughs> right there at the same age. You could do Mich- Michelle Trackenberg, she's 33. Yeah. But Let's I see. just all I can think about is um did you watch Blade Trinity? Uh yeah. Did you do you remember how buff like uh Jessica Biel gotten that like her arms were so developed so that's all I can think about for (laughs) hopefully being able to pull off um, She-Hulk like what actually what do you think for She-Hulk should they do a CGI She-Hulk should they do uh, a like a Lou Ferrigno thing where you have one person playing the un-Hulk and the other person playing a Hulk Um, or just letting Jessica Biel be painted up like like Gamora Paint it up like Gamora. Okay, so make it a little bit more practical. Because I don't know. Sometimes when they do the CG effects uh, to make somebody a certain color, it looks great. But sometimes it just looks incredibly weird and cheesy. Well, I mean, they could. I mean, I would imagine they would do it the same way that they do. Um, you know, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. That's true. Uh, and and that's the thing about also with She Hulk. She she doesn't she doesn't usually come out of being she hulk she doesn't usually come out of being jennifer walters uh she's more like professor hulk that we saw in endgame right i was just gonna bring that up isn't she always uh consistently green yeah usually i mean she can come out but she also doesn't um she doesn't go berserk like the hulk does most of the time okay so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who they end up casting. I, I'm sure that you know they'll they'll be right on top. I I can't really think of any casting at this mo- moment at the in the MCU that I've really disagreed with. So, you sure? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Can you think of something? Uh, actually, no. I think you you pretty much agreed with everybody. Yeah. Well, how about you? Have you have you not dis- have you disagreed with any of the casting in uh, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point? Like, I think uh, maybe uh, Brie Larson as as Captain Marvel still you still need to sell me on it, but like I'm fine with her. Honestly, it was probably uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for me. Yeah, he didn't yeah. sell you as Doctor Strange. Uh, well, uh, when they first, you know, announced it, I, you know, I wasn't happy about it. But then I watched the movie. and I was like, all right, yeah, I can, you know, I can get behind this. It's not bad at all. I like it. Okay. Uh, what do you think about uh, Alexandra Daddario as as She Hulk? Who's that? Alexandra Daddario. Um, ooh, uh, did you see San Andreas with the Rock? No. Did you see? Jeez. Uh, uh, did you see those Percy Jackson movies? No, but I did see Baywatch. There you go, Baywatch. Yeah, she was in Baywatch. I forgot about that. And she was hilarious in that one. <laughs> so, 
uh, Aaron threw that one out there. Aaron Berrigan, who's uh, part of Geek Elite Media, he he he. That's who he. But he always says Alexandra Daddario. She he always throws that one out there <laughs> for everything. For everything. For everything. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, so moving over to the DC side of stuff, we have a little bit of bad news. It was announced earlier this week that, or last week, that Brandon Routh and Courtney Ford, the married couple who portray uh, Ray Palmer and Nora Dark on Legends of Tomorrow, will not be regular cast members in the coming season of Legends of Tomorrow, like essentially they're they're leaving the show. Um, it was also said in Brandon Rouse uh, Instagram, like he was announcing he he was he was going along with the story and saying, oh, you know, it's sad that he's not going to be there anymore. And then a, a fan said something, and he said it it wasn't my choice, kind of thing. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's been interpreted further yet or explained further yet, but it's been interpreted that it was, uh, CW that didn't want to bring him back. Maybe he'll get his own, uh, spinoff show and that's why he's getting fired. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a possibility. Ray Palmer, the Adam gets his own show or, or are you going to go with, uh, Superman is going to get his own show. Because we know he's going to be true. beating Superman in the crossover. Right. But another Superman show? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, does DC really need new content right now? Well, I guess they do since they're thinking of uh, filling the arrow spot with something as well. Well, I yeah. I mean, I think that's what Batwoman was supposed to do, was supposed to fill the arrow spot. Um I imagine Flash might not be going that many more seasons. Uh, I don't know if uh, what's what came after Flash. Legends, Legends is this is actually probably the last season for Legends, which is unfortunate. I, hate you saying that. <laughs> I know, I know, I don't like it either, but I, I'm I'm sorry. I just don't think it's doing well enough that they're gonna keep it around. Well, it's probably doing well enough, but it's probably the most expensive show. I, it's a it's a large cast, and they have to pay everybody to be there. So, and everything always has special effects on that. Yeah, it's all it's all green screen show too, uh, for the most part. Uh, I hope you know they have at least one more season after this. Let's see. This Fingers is going to be season five, though, right? Yeah, this is season five. Yeah, that, usually shows in yeah. end around season because you get the first three seasons and then they they renew for two seasons and then they have to start renewing like season after season after that. So we'll see. It, it's a possibility. I, I my fingers are crossed that we get to have more Legends of tomorrow because it's a fun show. It is. It's the best one <laughs> on the CW right now, in my opinion. That's a, that's a good opinion. Um, they released a new trailer for titan season two today where we got to see uh more of deathstroke and uh bruce wayne i'm still hoping that maybe it's alfred and not bruce wayne because it's played by that british actor from game of thrones i can't remember his name at the moment um but for everybody saying he's bruce wayne and the dialogue could imply that he's bruce wayne um, but we got to see a lot more of those characters, but w- what we didn't see is that, uh, Michael Mosley known for scrubs and Ozark 
has been cast as Dr. Light for season two of uh, Titans, DC Universe's Titans. Now, one of the biggest storylines to involve Dr. Light for me is Identity Crisis, DC's Identity Identity Crisis. And in that one, he gets his memories back that uh, we find out later in the story that um, Zatanna had taken away from him and made him dumber. And one of the things that he is upset about is that they made him dumber and gave him to the sidekicks to play with. So for the longest time, he was a Teen Titans uh, villain, kind of the same way that Deathstroke is in the cartoons. Um, Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to do that, if they're going to go along with the Identity Crisis type of storyline. They might. Um, but I mean, um, even the regular Teen Titans, the one that you didn't even like, um, that was in the mid two thousands on uh, Cartoon Network. He was a main villain there, and um, or not like a main villain, but he's a recurring villain. And they still use him a lot in Teen Titans Go, and he's pretty much an idiot in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, I didn't I didn't know that they used him in that um, early two thousands Teen Titans show. Uh, but that's, that's interesting. So we'll see, we'll see what they end up doing. He's actually a pretty powerful villain if he uses his powers correctly. And, and we know in the identity crisis storyline, he's pretty sadistic too, because of what he ends up doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that, that sort of gets me. <laughs> yeah. Now the actor playing him, Michael Mosley, uh, I enjoy him. Like I've seen him in a lot of different things. Um, I remember he was in a few episodes of happy endings. He was in scrubs. Like the later seasons, uh, yeah, it might have been the seasons when, yeah, it would have been it would have been the seasons when they were Scrubs interns, ju- yeah, interns or whatever it was. Um, the terrible spinoff, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I always thought that he was a he was a funny actor, so I'm 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 all for him doing this, maybe I, in, being a little different, a little bit different. Well, um, I know uh, prior to uh, prior to recording, you said that uh, you know you gave up on Ozarks, um, but he actually becomes a villain in Ozarks, and he's pretty he's really fucking good as a villain. Oh, that makes sense. That's probably why he ended up getting this this role then. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to t- check out the trailer for season two of uh, Titans that came out today? I didn't even see it on my notification so that's a no oh okay yeah it's uh it, it was a pretty good pretty good trailer it's it's very exciting it, it looks like they're doing a lot with uh old school costumes they're they're bringing in a lot of like past titans and then the the current titans the ones that we were uh watching the first season and uh they're doing a lot of training like you have uh, Dick Grayson training people. Um, you saw Dick Grayson training Rose, Rose Wilson. So there's wow. that. Yeah. So it's. I think it's going to be a pretty good season. Uh, speaking yeah. of stuff that happened during our hiatus, there was on Netflix Umbrella Academy season one. Now, I know you haven't had a chance to watch that yet, but uh, that right. is based off of a comic book written by Gerard Way, who is the lead singer for my chemical romance is that correct yeah that's right okay um one of the best you know 
offshoot comic book TV shows out there. <laughs> uh, if you were into The Boys, I think you should definitely check this out. It's it's a really good show. It it kind of subverts the whole superhero tropes a lot. You uh, the idea is that you know there's these a bunch of kids all over the planet were all born in the exact same time, and uh, they end up getting or they like was it six of them were adopted by this eccentric billionaire and then he raises them to be superheroes so to speak a super team and uh sick like one of them ends up getting killed as a child one of them goes oh. or yeah one of them goes into the future and gets lost and then uh, uh you know the rest of them end up having different problems as they become adults and uh, you you're just following them around as they're trying to put together why how their father is killed, like their adopted father. So it's what was it? It's uh, it starts off with his death. So I'm not spoiling anything, but that's kind of what brings them all back together, and they're they're putting stuff together. So it's a very good show. Um, very uh, a lot of action in most of it. So it's something you should give it. You should give it a try. Or I know you said you're going to give it a try, but definitely give it a try yeah. and let me let us know what you think. All right. Do you, have you have you seen the trailers for it at least, or any any pictures? Like, what do you think of the aesthetic? I saw a trailer, and it looked awesome. That's why I wanted to watch it. <laughs> did you Did you ever take a look at the books? No. Uh, I know I've read one of the trades in. Uh, it's it's very similar. Uh, they do make a few changes, but it's all very very similar. It's it, they stay pretty close to the to the source material in it, so that that's good at least. Okay, it's awesome. Uh, another show that we missed during the hiatus was Deadly Class. So if we're talking about comic books about students and stuff, the Deadly Class was on Sci Fi Channel. It was a show. It was a comic book that was written by Rick Remender. And unfortunately, it never gets. It's not going to go past its first season because Sci-Fi canceled it. But it was an, a phenomenal show. Now, this show took place during the '80s. Um, you have a academy essentially that takes either legacy students or delinquent students that can't hang out, can't be in regular school anymore, and trains them to be assassins, like world assassins. Um, not in the traditional like ninja assassin type way, but essentially if you're a kid that likes explosives, they're going to train you in how to be an explosive expert better or uh, how to fight better or use poison or, you know, use a sword if that's what you, you want to use. And it starred um, Wong from the Doctor Strange movie. So the actor's name is Benedict oh. Wong. He's the headmaster of the school. And the main kid that you see, he joins the school because he is known as the kid that burned down the orphanage that the orphanage that he was in and killed all the other orphans. Uh, you come to find out that, and this is in the first episode, so I'm not ruining anything, but you come to find out that he didn't do it. He just took the credit for it, um, or at least never said that he didn't do it kind of thing. And that's why they accept him into this academy, into this school, but he doesn't have the bloodlust like most of the other students do. So 
once again, it's a it's a very good show. It it and you get that all that eighties nostalgia that's that's really happening, really really popular at the moment. So it's a it's an interesting watch. Okay, uh, was it Rick Morender went on his Twitter after it was canceled because they said you know people were like, oh, are you going to try and shop it around to anywhere else to see if you can you know get it get more seasons made? And he said, no, we're done. If you want to want if you want to find out more happens in that world just go buy the books buy the buy the trades and uh happy reading wow <laughs> yeah which was also interesting because that show was produced by the russo brothers if i remember correctly that's why benedict well that's not why benedict Wong, Wong was in it but that's the connection okay yeah but shit, that sucks though did you get a chance to check out any of that any of uh deadly class right no, no. Uh, but I always hear you and GT talking about it, so that's uh, something else that's on my you know to watch list. Yeah, you'll have to go find it on Hulu or SciFi dot com probably to check out the episodes. But yeah, yeah, give that give that one a watch too. If you when you, whenever you find that extra twelve hours in a day that I, I'm looking for, <laughs> yeah, I need those. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll binge stuff on on Labor Day since it's coming up. There you go. Uh, okay, let's get into some of the shows that, that we want to talk about this week. Let's talk about uh, we're gonna. So we are behind in watching Fear the Walking Dead, so we're trying to catch up. We're gonna try and do at least two episodes a week. We had the first two episodes of season ten. No, that's not right. Uh, season <laughs> five. I thought it was season four. Let me check. Is it Let's season four? Right. It could be season four. Season ten is is the actual Walking Dead. So it might be season four. Uh, looks like it is. Let's see here to help. Yeah, that was episode one. So yeah, uh, actually, uh, this is the fifth season. Yeah, see, I was right the second time. Season five. So first two episodes of season five. The season starts off with uh, a plane crash, which is incredible. I don't even remember this. If that's what was was happening at the end of season four. Uh, them taking off in a plane. Yeah, I gotta ask how, where, why for the plane. I don't know. I don't remember it at all. But I know I watched all of season four. Uh, when we get into the part where um, fucking uh, Strand is talking to Daniel, who fuck, he's alive. Okay, uh, invincible. <laughs> no kidding. When we get to the part where he, where Strand is talking to Daniel, he's like, I, I had to. Go. Someone had to stay behind to uh, make sure that they could take off on the plane. I was like, I kind of remember something like about that, like Strand sacrificing himself, but I don't remember it. So uh, it was. I, I didn't know. I, I don't remember this plane taking off. But that's where the season starts. You have a. You have a couple of kids that are, you know, uh, messing around by killing zombies, and then all of a sudden this plane comes overhead and crash lands and. Uh, what's her face? Al is the one that's flying, and she's like, "Look, an engine went out in the middle of our flight. That's not my fault. I was flying fine. I actually made it so that we lived. So you're thank, you're welcome." <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but sure, why not? Sure. Um, it sounds like they were on their way to go meet somebody that they thought they were going to be helping. It sounds like they've been helping people quite a bit. 
Uh, right. That's like Morgan's new mission is to one, leave these boxes everywhere and two, help out anybody that they can. And all, everybody seems to have taken up that mission with him, which is pretty cool. Except for Alicia, because, uh, you know, she's kind of, I don't know, she's so upset that everyone around her has died. And, you know, she's on a mission to take her anger out on just about anything or anyone. Well, you know what? I think she was on. She was very much okay with the mission and, and doing that stuff until we find out that the guy that they were going to go help actually ended up being a douche and just wanted them to get away from his trucking company so that he could take his supplies back because apparently he's the the c and the t and c uh trucking company (laughs) true but i mean shit even then um you know they did the surgery on uh not ophelia fuck what's her name anna lucia oh yeah and lucina uh they did the surgery on her at the truck stop and that thing was fully stocked you saw how much you know food and you know how uh, you know, cans of foods and how stocked the fridges were. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, it, the stuff is there, so it. I I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, she she's very much angry at the world. I mean, her brothers died. Her 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 sister, her mother has died. Uh, her stepfather and her stepbrother have died. Like she's <laughs> she's lost a lot of people in the last couple of months years. Probably months, honestly. Yeah, um, but I, I do. I would have to say this: I do love the cast that we have right now. Uh, I love Jen Elfman and uh, oh man, what Derek Garrett Dillahunt. Like their two characters are great. Uh, Anna Lucia, I think, is the oddest thing that because when she was around, it was it was her and Nick, right? They the two of them were hooking up, and then she just disappeared, right. and then she just showed back up like out of nowhere. So I thought that was strange. I'm pretty sure there was an episode where you probably forgot about it, how she came back, but you know that. Uh, so do you know what it is or are you just t- saying that I forgot? No, about it? I'm just saying you forgot. Cause I mean, I didn't finish the last season. I only saw the first half and that was pretty much it. Oh no, no. I know she came back in the last season and I, I remember oh. that d- distinctly. I'm just saying her coming back in general was just odd. Right, I agree. Um, and but I mean, I feel like they're gonna kill her off soon. I mean, she did get impaled in a plane crash. Yeah, she did. Uh, let me ask you this: when she is outside, when you know they told her not to go outside, and then she starts <laughs> seeing the zombies walking up, and she starts shooting, and she can't focus straight. Do you think she was actually seeing zombies, or was she hallucinating? Because I kind of think she was well, hallucinating. I watched the episode recently. Um, oh, and it and it was in the next preview. Um, so they wake her up obviously because that's how it ends. Um, they step outside and then they just see the um, the the walker heads strung up again. That's true. You do see that. So we, that means there is someone out there and something's going on. The ad- the addition of uh, walkers that are also have radiation like coming off of them is incredible. Like. That's the one thing I love about this show is they do a lot of different things with the walkers. And that's what I, I kind of wanted to bring up was that with this uh, this next spinoff show that they're going to be doing, I would love to see like some scientist that's just doing experiments with the with the, the walkers. Like, you know how when we saw in uh, the season nine or eight of The Walking Dead where 
um, the trash people, the heapsters, like put that spikes in the the walkers so that it was hard to kill them. Yeah. So like, I would love to see like some scientist or some engineer or something just like doing weird shit with walkers to to either find out if they if they not not so much looking for cures but just seeing what they can do. I think uh, back in Woodbury in the comics, um, do you remember how? Fuck. Um, well, I know. Or, I remember in Woodbury we had that one scientist that was just kind of like seeing how people uh, when they died how they became zombies, but I don't remember them doing any experiments to the zombies. I think in the comics, since it was a little bit more detailed, he actually tries to do some sort of experiments, uh, but I can't remember. It's been such a long time since I read them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, that makes sense. You you want to try and do stuff to just find out new things about them. Right. That'd be cool if we see it in the spinoff series. Yeah. Uh, that spinoff series is supposed to be like about kids, too, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I like your idea. I just don't know how, you know, it's going to come into the story if they do use that idea, since, you know, it's going to be kids and teenagers. Yeah, true. Um, what else did what, what else about these two episodes did you find interesting? That apparently, you know, burning the dead, um, especially since they're covered in radiation, just uh, poisons the air. Yes, it's true. That, that, that's going to make it bad, because uh, what was it? They burned... We saw the aftermath of a group that did burn uh, irradiated bodies, and then they ended up all getting sick, and they were trapped inside that that cabin. Right when they, they died, met their fate. Uh, fate there. Um, also, uh, I really hope that those punk ass kids from the beginning of the episode get killed. <laughs> I hope really? You, see their you just yeah. you just want them to get killed, huh? Yeah. What if they're working with the uh, with the other group, you know, the one that's been cutting their heads and, uh, and, you know, they were just playing dumb when they went through the first initial, I guess, roadblock? They could have. I mean, that's a possibility. Um, I, I just think that it, it I think that they're just out there on their own. I mean, they could possibly know who the other people are, but I don't think they do. Uh, I think whoever's going around cutting off heads is going to be it's going to be a interesting dynamic because uh, why not? Why just, why cut off the heads and hang them up? What, who are you warning off? I don't, I, and then, and then they have all those signs that keep people from leaving the area. That's true. And uh, just to keep, uh, go back to the kids. What if uh, we've already been introduced to like our first three cast members for the spinoff series? Oh, I mean, I think we already saw the, I think we've seen in in the news the people that have been cast in that, but these could also be kids that are going to be in that show. Okay. I don't know that they already released that information. Yeah, they released the... the, the I think they released the name of the actors, like three of the actors that are going to be in that show, but I'm... I, you know what? I, I see so many different articles now. <laughs> some some of them get mismatched mis- up. Um, shit, I'm trying to think of, you know, what else, um, that really stuck out on this episode. I mean, shit, the biggest thing is, uh, how the hell is Daniel alive? Yeah. Not only is, how is Daniel alive, but like he says he inherited that warehouse full of stuff. Who did he inherit it from? Like, how did he inherit it from someone? Like, that's a lot of stuff that was, that's collected there. And it's like stuff that people need. 
Yeah, a lot of uh, off-roading vehicles, obviously the plane. Yeah. That's there to collect. I don't know. I mean, um, maybe, you know, Daniel has had, you know, sort of a change of heart except for, towards Strand because Strand literally has fucked everybody over in the past. <laughs> uh, but maybe, you know, he didn't inherit it the right way or who knows, you know, uh, Daniel can be pretty ruthless. Uh, I mean, ex-cartel. So maybe he did murder someone for all that stuff. Uh, I'm it's I, I you know his, once once again his story is is fucking fascinating like what he's one of the few characters that's been around since the beginning like it's him alicia and strand those are the only ones that have been that are left from the beginning yeah and i don't i don't know how he could have survived you know uh falling off the dam and then getting shot in the face too did he get shot in the face I read an article um, because I was like, okay, he's back. I was like, what the hell did I miss? And it said that he got shot in the face last time we saw him. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I don't remember that, but I, I believe you. Uh, and the fact that Al like discovered him first because she has him on tape doing one of his interviews, that's also... Th- th- we're talking about like this is the whole like southern border of the United States that this show has covered uh plus plus colorado because that's where that one season took place on that ranch so right you know the fact that all these people have still ran into each other over and over is 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 ridiculous i know uh but i mean that's the magic of uh you know tv right (laughs) that's right that's the magic of tv yet yet over on the walking dead um those characters never really leave like this the same 15 mile radius because hilltop alexandria the kingdom they're all pretty much in the same general area yeah and they're pretty much kept pretty pretty safe i mean we have left atlanta we went from atlanta all the way up to uh virginia so yeah that was quite of a quite of a travel right there that was quite the travel but i mean i wonder if they'll ever if fear the walking dead will ever make it over to like where Woodbury used to be kind of thing. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be interesting, right? Yeah. Cause that's, and I mean, oh, because Morgan was also from Atlanta. That's, I mean, that's where we first met him. Yeah. Um, all the way from episode one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, well, we know that, uh, Andrew Lincoln is getting his spinoff movie and it's going to cover, you know, uh, him getting out of the coma all the way until, you know, going to the first camp. Um, and I was gonna say, what if he runs into some people from Fear the Walking Dead? But never mind, that won't make any sense. Mm. Yeah, because he wouldn't be going uh, west; he'd be going, you know, probably more east than anything. True, true. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this particular show? Um, I guess Morgan is not getting his uh, stick back. Oh, that was yeah, that was sad. He had to give his stick up because wood is very porous and it, it it's going to collect a lot of that radiation uh, fallout or whatever, you know, radiation that that's going to would be deadly to him. So, uh, I mean, I assume he can make himself another stick when he, when he gets the, the opportunity. But, yep, he's losing his stick. I wonder what he's going to use as a weapon now. Uh, he picked up something during the episode. I forget what it was, but he picked up something. OK, yeah. I don't remember what he picked up. <laughs> it might have just been a gun. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Preacher then. Preacher, I don't remember what episode. Would it be episode five? 
Uh, I believe that's the one that came out yesterday, which I didn't watch. It so would be episode four. Ep- three and four. Yeah, episode four. Yeah, episode three and four because we didn't talk about Preacher last season. So I just want to say one thing. I was correct. It was an angel that was up there. <laughs> yeah, you, you're right. My bad. <laughs> because uh, Cassidy uses the angel's wing, or not wing, but feather, to pick the lock that, that's keeping him handcuffed. Right? Yeah. Right, which makes yeah, which makes no sense because we saw him, you know, shoot through his own leg to escape, so he could have done the same thing with his, you know, wrist or whatever. Yeah, but I think I think the idea is that if you do that, he's gonna be well, he couldn't do it out in the middle of being in that class because they'll see him doing that and he's but he uh he uses the the handcuffs or that's what's what's well, he's actually in the hallway when he uses the the feather to to do the handcuffs, but uh, he gets his right. revenge on that dude for torturing him. Holy good god! Yeah. <laughs> fucking rifle up the ass. Yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sure did. Um, let's see what. Oh, but, uh, go ahead. We, uh, you know, Cassidy was always right about the uh, the foreskin. What did he say about the foreskin? Remember how in the first and second season, all he would talk about is foreskin. He's like, you know, uh, the anti-aging cream, it's all foreskin. They got factories of it. Oh, that's right. I I don't remember that from the earlier seasons, but I did. Re- yep, I did see the, the commercials. <laughs> yeah. Those were hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and that, fucking hotel desaad or whatever the fuck that was like where preacher went inside and uh fucked everybody up like why didn't he just use his powers on them i I don't know that's good maybe shit i mean well he did use uh, his power on the photographer yeah but like why sit there and fight everybody when he could have just easily told them to stop Maybe he had a lot of, uh, you know, anger inside of him and he needed to, uh, you know, take it all out. Yeah, I guess that's true. He probably needed to take all that, all that anger. Uh, well, he did it. He he, he killed some fuckers. And, and I mean, I, they weren't diddling the kid. And the kid was like, hey, dude, I'm making money. Obviously, it's still not a good thing. Like, <laughs> what, whatever they're doing to that kid. So, uh I don't know. That was a weird th- section of, of show. I know. But, I mean, the fighting was amazing. Yes, it was It was very much old boy, daredevil-esque. <laughs> yeah. You know, just a quarter of kicking multiple people's asses. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty fucking... Pretty incredible. Uh... uh- we see that he's still using the the pilot as his guy, and then later on we see that oh shit when the plane comes down. So that, so he's gonna be in two planes that crash, or I guess technically then the beginning of the season we didn't see him in the crash plane. We see him just fall out of a plane. Right. So maybe that was a flash. I guess would that be a flash forward and now we're seeing you know like the present timeline yeah we're seeing the present at the moment that was and whatever that was at the beginning of the season is going to be is going to be after this what we're seeing now okay 
Yeah, because this uh, this season has been doing a lot of uh, time skips. This is true. Yeah, jumping around in time. Um, we definitely see uh, uh, him in the pilot or in the life raft, and he tells the pilot to be to be positive, and then he gets <laughs> tired of the of the guy being t- positive and tells him to stop, and he just starts screaming because he's in pain. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells him to not feel any pain and then uh the, the pilot gets his arms eaten off by a shark <laughs> and he's just like what do you tell him he tries to tell him to live but he can't keep the, the guy to live yeah and then he he sends him out into the ocean to float away and then all of a sudden there's civilization yeah <laughs> Uh, this show—it's amazing, but it's so weird. Oh, I forgot you forgot to—I forgot to bring up the fact that the the kid died. Yeah, at the end of the fight, the kid ends up ends up dying, and that's um, from Jesse pulling the gun out of uh, somebody's hands and you know firing it to kill a couple people. But the well, he blocks the the shot or he dodges the shot is what it is, and it goes through no, the door and kills the kid and. I guess that's kind of what the season's all about for Jesse, like all how all of his decisions have terrible consequences. Yeah, I would say you're you're right. Um, by using the power, you know, um, everybody that he loves, you know, gets hurt in some way, or anybody he comes in contact with. Yeah, because like we saw in the previous two episodes, when he was he the that one dude couldn't understand him because he doesn't understand English, ends up killing the guy that was helping him. Uh, this kid ends up getting shot. Uh, it's a lot of gunshots too that kill people. Uh, the pilot getting his arms eaten and then dying. And yeah, how is it that the pilot? Because just because the pilot didn't have any pants, like his legs get burned, but yet the exposed parts on on Jesse don't seem to be burned up. Maybe he's hogging all the uh, sunscreen. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Jesse has all the sunblock. I got it. Uh, maybe yeah. he's, maybe he's the voice of God to tell the sun not to burn him. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Speaking of, uh, did you know that the saint of killers could travel through the center of the earth? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. He gets to the coast in Texas, and then he takes Arseface through a hole, like creates a, a portal to the to Australia so that he could catch up with Jesse. Like I didn't know he could do that. He's OP, man. Very. <laughs> uh, we see Hitler again. What was that? We see Hitler again. That's right. We see Hitler again. We see him in the airport, and he, like Jesse, uses the power on him. Uh, eventually, we see Hitler inside of Mossad or whatever the hell the name of that Grail headquarters is, and he kind of just strolls through uh what was it oh that's when the the torturer guy sees him he's like man i just saw hitler like that's that's awesome like kind of thing so yeah it's a good thing he died yeah <laughs> so jesus had a second coming yeah yeah kicking a lot of <laughs> what was that I was kicking a lot of ass Jesus was kicking ass. Did he? Did he fight people? Did I miss that? Did I forget that? Well, wasn't he uh, with with Tulip? Uh, and, like they're shooting the place up. I knew he was with Tulip, but I guess I totally blanked on him shooting the place up. Uh, yeah, there was like the time when he was trying to go see um, Ca- Cassidy and that one agent lady, 
grail agent lady like said sorry jesus like i respect you but you're not gonna get access to this wing kind of thing like he's he's jesus like he's the thing that they all worship and they give him no respect (laughs) (laughs) uh i love that he's you know it's that it's the same actor that plays humperdinck or humperdew um yeah and wasn't it it's hitler was looking for humperdew right yeah hitler finds humperdew and he's like hey i hear you love to dance and he just starts making him dance that is awesome uh which jesus also wants to see humperdew he says i want to see my descendant yep why do you think he wants to see his descendant just to be ashamed of his dad even more or put him out of his misery be like oh my god even inbred so many times you know the thing it's true. Um, I don't know. It's it, what you you know what happens at the end of the season or something, right? At the end of the comics, and I think it's going to lead up to that. It's going to make me very sad. Oh, uh, okay. I I don't know what happens at the end of the comics, so I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Uh, I do think it's interesting that that Jesus is is helping Tulip. Uh, Tulip eventually meets up with. Cassidy in this episode I think am I correct I think so too yeah yeah uh but she's doing a good job of hiding from that lady um what's his face air star loses this foreskin ear it doesn't it didn't graph I guess it didn't stay on good <laughs> couldn't Jesus like just have healed him healed all of his wounds yes Jesus can heal him and shouldn't god have been able to heal him too like we see him having conversations repeatedly with god yeah god could heal him as well and god is obviously playing a a big old game with jesse because he seems to have some control over what happens with jesse yeah he kind of already has everything plotted and mapped out what's going to happen to jesse so all right uh what do you what are you looking forward to for the next couple episodes just more chaos <laughs> more chaos yeah i think that's definitely gonna more, happen more uh more butt kicking too <laughs> that definitely has to happen yeah <laughs> uh i don't know man like uh i just want to again touch base on the fight scenes whenever there's a you know long choreographed fight scene they they do a great job maybe not as great as daredevil or arrow but you know they're so entertaining oh no i i i this this went back to like the first season of Preacher. Like some of the fight scenes in the first season of Preacher were amazing, and this season seems to be going back to that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say I think they're fucking good. <laughs> uh, okay, so then talking of fight about fight scenes, Pennyworth, uh, the the English butler that loves to beat people's asses. Uh, this episode, wow. Uh, we we all know that you you're watching a couple of episodes ahead of the rest of us, and yet you let last week you let me sit there and go on and on about Esme and whether or not she's gonna die and that's gonna turn Alfred into something. She fucking dies in this episode. At the end, I know I was heartbroken too, man. No kidding, man. I couldn't believe that. Like I couldn't believe they got rid of her so soon. Like how many se- episodes are gonna be in the season? I assume ten at the very least. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, and we're on what episode f- four or five? Episode six came out this Sunday, so two days ago. So, but we were we're right now we're talking about episode four, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So four, you know, four out of five, four out of ten episodes, and we're talking about someone being killed. That's or like the main love interest being killed. Whereas we also get thrown in a new love interest, so to speak, in the the form of Martha Kane. Uh, Alfred and Martha make out like to the point where they're probably going to get get it on. Yeah, and then Alfred's like, "No, I got to stop by." Yeah, that's that's in. I mean, after, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, crap, we're going to be doing a, a, a love triangle, like two love triangles. We got the Esme, Martha Kane, Alfred love triangle, and then Thomas Wayne, Martha Kane, Alfred triangle. Because we know that Martha Wayne and or Martha Kane and Thomas Wayne have to end up together, right? Right. So that ends the Esme part because Esme is dead. Uh, who was it that killed her? Uh, they don't say. Oh, did we we so, we at least saw something though, right? We saw two uh, two men. Um, at least uh, Bet saw two men go into her apartment. Oh, so we see yeah. Bet is outside the apartment and she sees someone go in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. Are you sure you're, you're thinking of an episode ahead? Because I don't think I remember seeing Bet. Last thing I saw of Bet was she leaves her sister's place. And says, I, you know, I don't want to be around you anymore after they had their their big fight in the middle of the kitchen, which is fucking hilarious. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, OK, so then episode five um, starts off with that um, watching two men go into uh, the apartment. Yeah, because I think we are supposed to assume uh, that it's bet that's walking in there to kill her. Um, but they never show her face. They never show the kill- show the killer's face. So. Yeah, that it would make sense that it wouldn't be her. Uh, she thinks yeah. that it's Alfred at first that's in the apartment with her, and she starts to hide to be playful. And then when she turns around to see who it is, it's not her, or it's not Alfred. Yeah. Right. And uh, if Al- Alfred would have been, you know, maybe five minutes there sooner, he would have kicked all the butt and kept her safe. Yeah, that's what you know. That was that's what we were we would hope, but that's not what happened. Um, yeah, we also saw the, the leader, the ex leader of the Raven society or that branch of the Raven society. He's now turned into a, a homeless dog, so to speak. Uh, so sad. I, yeah, I kind of felt bad for him, which is terrible because he's a terrible guy, but wow. To go from being rich and, and, uh, respected in society to be a homeless person dog and not having a nose and not having a nose anymore that's mm, that was unfortunate and like he even what was it it's pennyworth alfred actually gives some money to the guy that is turning that guy into a dog yeah and he doesn't even fucking know it yeah he's just he like, oh, here yeah well fucking i guess the no-name society just drops him in the middle of the the middle of the street that was crazy yeah that's all they do, and uh, yeah, just give them a little blanket. That's pretty much it. Yeah, um, we saw that. The, we saw the new. We we met the new leader of the Raven Society. Uh, she's a doctor in a little town called. I don't remember what the name of the town was, but uh, I forgot the name of the town too. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they had. They were definitely had some kind of like weird pagan stuff going on. Alfred actually kills a old lady that runs a cafe her last name is darkness which is kind of weird um but she did run up on him with a rifle or a shotgun so you gotta you can't blame the dude for protecting himself right 
was, it was all in self-defense. She just pulled the trigger when, you know, he kind of uh, pushed her back. Yeah. Um, which I guess that's the second time in a row where this show is someone accidentally got killed with their own gun. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, Alfred was standing uh, the torture and of and during interrogation to get get his way of being you know taken to the to the leader uh they eventually get out they get away they find out who it is that's that was his mission uh so the no-name league pays him and he that's when the starts making out with martha but pulls away yeah and i'm so sad so sad that esme is gone yeah yeah uh okay anything else what do you think is going to happen with, um, you know, with Alfred and dealing with that? Oh, I think he's going to go. I think he's going to go even darker. Uh, I think he's going to find out that it was. He's going to think that it was the Raven Society coming after him. So he's going to go full force into finding the Raven Society, and then he might end up finding out that it's actually the No Name League that killed her. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I could see that. I could see some writers playing doing that and and playing it that way. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, there you go. Those are our shows for this week. Unless you had something else you want to say about Pennyworth. Uh, no, it, uh, the next episode, cause I, again, I've been watching ahead. Next episode, episode five is pretty cool. It's Ooh, pretty trippy. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, yeah, those are our shows for this week. If you have any input or, uh, you know, other theories that you'd like to throw past us, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia G E M G E M stands for geek elite media. Daniel's also on Twitter as, Super commie Daniel. Also keep an eye out for when Daniel decides to play video games on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Media. Lately, he's been playing Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it's been uh, three years since I played it last, uh, <laughs> so I'm just doing a random walkthrough again, or playthrough. Uh, check out the rest of Geek Elite Media on Twitter. It's at Geek Elite Media. At Geek Elite Media on Instagram and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Media Network. Uh, GeekEliteMedia.com. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember to geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies <laughs> <laughs>